Om Ajnana Timirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurin Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha We are at Avanti Ashram, a country ashram just outside Vadodara in Gujarat in India, which uh, several Grihastha couples, how many? Three, four? Four Grihastha couples leaving city life, leaving their well-paying jobs. Actually, a better holy person. Have moved to the land with their children, plus the children of some other Grihastas, for the specific purpose of uh, raising their children in an environment that is conducive for Krishna consciousness and educating them according to the teachings of Srila Prabhupada, which are the teachings of Krishna received through Parampara rather than the uh, demoniac education which they would otherwise receive in the so-called educational system, which is propagated as being for the benefit of people. And actually, the, probably the people who are in the... who are uh, running the system, they... They think it's for the benefit of people, but their position is nati vidu swartagating hi Vishnu. They don't know that the goal of life is Vishnu. And so they're propagating an educational system by which, uh, in the name of benefiting people, they're actually sending them to hell and making hell on earth. So this is revolutionary. Our movement is meant to be a revolutionary movement. It's not meant to be just some other religious movement. It's not meant to be just some uh, some adjunct to one's materialistic life. But it's meant for giving people the knowledge of the actual goal of life. Now, it requires devotees to live according to this philosophy. Otherwise, it's just a philosophy that we discuss, just like we have Bhakti Shastri courses, Bhakti Vaibhav courses. But if we don't live it in our lives, then it's just theoretical knowledge. Uh, of course, it is possible to live in the city and be Krishna conscious also, but not that very possible. It's not so conducive to live in the city unless one is preaching Krishna consciousness. That means directly attacking Krishna consciousness by preaching Krishna consciousness. You're going to need to. You can hold it with your left hand if you want. Uh, otherwise, one has to compromise with modern life. There's, there's no way around it. If one is living in the city and living in, or in materialistic society, one has to uh, adjust one's activities, one's standards, and ultimately one's values. 
So as long as one is thinking that there's any value in this materialistic society, one cannot properly advance in Krishna consciousness, because Krishna consciousness means to surrender to Krishna, giving all hope, giving up all hopes of material happiness, and uh, becoming withdrawn from sense gratification. But the whole modern society is simply meant for developing schemes and programs and facilities for sense gratification. So, unless one is convinced that this materialistic society is defeating the purpose of life, destroying the spiritual propensity by which any actually intelligent human being should inquire about Krishna, then one cannot properly advance in Krishna consciousness. Parabhavatabhadabodhajata-yavanna-jigyasata-atmatabha As long as one does not inquire into the uh, nature of the self, then all one's activities are defeated. And actually that's the proof that modern education kills the intelligence. Because if they're actually developing the intelligence of people then naturally they should think what is the ultimate purpose of life. They should see that everywhere there is suffering and all of the endeavors that we undertake simply end in death and isn't there something beyond this? They should see that in the name of progress and development the the, uh, the so-called... Uh, progress or human development has taken place beginning from the Industrial Revolution. Actually, that started before that. I guess it's Kali Yuga, but it, it really it really picked up with the Industrial Revolution. Has not produced happiness or even material well-being for human beings, unless you call material well-being to live in a city with lots of pollution and stress and tension and and fear of your life. Uh, so, this is proof that, that modern education does not make people intelligent. It makes them more stupid. Because we see that even young children, they ask questions like... like they ask intelligent... Often when we go to schools with young children, they ask intelligent questions about the soul, but maybe they don't nowadays because they get butchered from the very beginning with pre-kindergarten and right from the very beginning they're, they're trained so that their spiritual intelligence is killed. But otherwise, even from child age, people, they, they start to ask intelligent questions about... The, the, what about where is God and where have we where have we come from? And, but but the most intelligent people, uh, so-called intelligent people, they're intelligent just like a a worm in stool is intelligent in moving the stool around so you can enjoy it better. So like that, they're intelligent in taking chemicals, taking raw materials out of the earth and refining them and making different objects and it's just like that a worm in stool is moving the stool around so he can live more comfortably 
So they're doing the same thing in, in a in a sophisticated manner. But it doesn't bring any happiness. It doesn't uh, fulfill the purpose of life. And that they are they're stupid not to question what is the ultimate purpose of life. Nowadays that there's there's a lot of talk about green the green movement, how we should they're talking about now that oil is running out all over the world, they're talking about alternative sources of fuel. They never think about, well, we don't need all this. We don't need this fuel anyway. Why do you need it? We never, there was never any oil previous. Of course, there was castor oil and different mustard oil, but this oil that they dig up from the earth or drill out from the earth and, and from under the ocean and sometimes it, it the, uh, the whole thing gets uh, spilled out into the ocean. So uh, people lived without all these things previously, uh, but they, due to propaganda, people think, well, that was, pr- that was primitive life. Uh, people are primitive now. Primitive means they're simply living for sense gratification. Same as the dog and the pig, that's all. Dog and the pig live for sense gratification. Human being also lives for sense gratification. So, primitive. They haven't developed their intelligence to consider the nature of eternality. What is our position, eternal position? So, as long as we maintain any affinity for this materialistic civilization, then we we cannot fulfill the goal of human life. And even as devotees, if if we if we want to be like half a materialist and half a devotee, it's not going to work. Of course, it is possible to uh, to live in the city with one's family and be if if one has a very strong motive to be Krishna conscious, then one can uh, be in the society. Padma patram evambasa, like a like a lotus leaf on the water. It's not it's a it's not affected by the water. It sits above the water. So if one is if one's in one's family life is if one is simply working to maintain the family and then the uh, one's life's energy apart from well, it's not that one's whole life's energy goes into simply working, but is uh, preaching, bringing others to Krishna consciousness. So uh, that is acceptable. But if one is cultivating desires, how I will, I will earn lots of money. And uh, more than once, devotees have told me that. Well, I I have a desire to build a big house, and then I then I can invite devotees to come. So I'm I'm working hard to get money to build a big house. And it's clearly that they have. No, they have a personal desire for a big house, and they they kind of make it the excuse that they'll invite they'll invite devotees. You know, maybe once a month or two months they'll invite devotees, and the rest of the time they'll they'll have the sense gratification of living in a big house and worrying about how to pay for it. So, so this cheating oneself and thinking that well, 
uh, I'm living in, I, I'm, I'm very interested in making career advancement and having a good job and it's all for preaching, but cheating oneself and others. If one thinks that the materialist, again, let's say it again and again and again, if one thinks that there's any good to be had of this materialistic society, then one cannot properly advance in Krishna consciousness and one hasn't even properly understood what Krishna consciousness is, even if one happens to pass a Bhakti Shastri exam. One has to, there's a saying, when you have to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. One has, so, living like this, someone has to do it. Srila Prabhupada had the vision that devotees should live on the land simply, grow your own food, teach Shastra, don't teach others. Rascaldom, Darwin's theory. Teach uh, good qualities to the children. Now it started in India. It's become common in the West. It started in India. A pastime of the children called kill the teacher. Now it's begun in India. Because they don't care for the teacher. Why should they care? The teacher, the teacher is just a paid job. That's all. And uh, the children are just some some something that happened because they forgot to use the contraceptive and uh, and then uh, or whatever contraceptive didn't work or and then the kid is or they they spared the kid from the abortion and the the child is an object that is seen as a future source of money future source of income for the parents so you have to push them into the education system, make them work hard, carry piles of books to school so that later on they can earn money and give it to me. And so the whole educational system, it's just all money, money, money. And the, the teachers also. They're, 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 how can they, even if the teacher has some good motive, how can they express that to the children? Because it's the whole educational system is... Money-based, it's, it's, it's a big business, schools here in India. That's all right. Let, 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 let it buzz around. Buzzing bee. So it's, it's all money, money. The whole thing is money, money, money. There's no love and, and so... And the children are exp- you know, they're exposed to the internet and TV and all these things. So you can't expect any good qualities of them. So even if they kill their teachers, well, they already saw so many killings. By the time they're ten, by, by, by the TV and the internet, they already saw so many murders, drama murders and real murders and on TV, they may have seen so. So for them, it doesn't seem to be such a big thing. They do it. Of course, it's not happening every day, but that it's happening at all shows that there's. It should show to the materialists that there's something basically wrong with their whole program. If children perform such a abominable act. But they can't see. They think, well, we just have to adjust this and that. Call a psychologist. And, yeah. 
But we have lost faith, if we ever had it, in such psychologists. <laughs> they cannot help us. We've lost faith in that whole system. We don't have faith. We have faith in Krishna. We have faith in Prabhupada. We want to dedicate our life like that. So, there will be difficulties in such a life if you're used to electric fans. Now it's the, the heat is beginning here in the daytime. You better put some grass on the roof. This asbestos is, is not natural and it uh, greatly increases the heat. Put some grass thatch and that will... That will uh, greatly decrease the heat. So if you're used to that, then the, the going to some office or factory and it's air-conditioned, it may, it may seem very difficult. And it is difficult. Uh, physically, there, there are difficulties. In the winter, you also had difficulty because it's cold. There's a cold wind, long cold winter. So there will be various physical difficulties, but happiness and distress is ultimately perceived in the mind. So mentally, you cannot but feel much better in this environment. The lack of stress and being able to live with devotees and chant Hare Krishna and so I, I guess you must be perceiving that, is it? How mentally, physically it's more difficult. But you get used to that, actually, within a short time. But uh, mentally it's so much better to live with devotees and live in nature somewhat. I mean, still the highways within hearing distance and the... Uh, you have a water tank on the roof there, that means the water has to be pumped up. Electric lines are there. So, uh, but still, to some extent, living in nature, you can see. You don't have all concrete roads and houses around you. But uh, there are some difficulties, and especially when the, the heat of the s summer comes, you may think, well, why are we doing this? We could just half an hour away, or less, is that 15, actually 10 minutes away is the edge of the city. So why don't we just, or just less than half a kilometer, there's a building with electricity, fans, TVs, electric lights. You may think, well, why not do that? Why not just live like that? Well, to live like that, you have to make so many... Uh, then you have to compromise with the modern society. You have to bring money, and then you have to... Uh, that's, the, that's the trap that the modern farmers are in. Previously, they grew what they needed. Now they have to grow more because they have more needs. They need to pay their electricity bills and buy fans and TVs and cell phones and so many things. Artificial necessities. So they have to grow more and they have to buy fertilizer, pesticide, 
crop fails and everything fails and then it's it's a bad cycle they're in so this is a start this is one one out of two feet forward it's a somewhat of a start it's a bold move difficulties in the summer heat you can remember why are we doing this we're doing this because we want to please Srila Prabhupada. You can remember that. That's what I remembered when I was in Bangladesh 30 years ago amid various difficulties. Why am I here? Because there's a mission to please Srila Prabhupada. So you can, and I mean, there are so many reasons, that, especially for the children, so they can grow up. Uh, in a Krishna conscious atmosphere, and to show an example for others. This is how human life should be lived. It's not meant to be lived with you know, just gross sense gratification, fashion and intoxication and all the time, entertainment. Entertainment, of course, that's there in traditional cultures, usually religious-based, we don't get it all the time. If you want music, you have to play it or some, yeah, it, someone else has to play it. It's, it's, uh, it requires people to play music. You don't have 24 hours access to music. Similarly, in drama, you have 24-hour drama on TV. But if the drama, someone has to do it. But it, it's actually appreciated much more if you don't have it all the time. And of course, in Krishna Conscious, we do have lots of music. We start the day with music, we go through the day with music. Of course, it may not be very sophisticated in comparison to what you get through the radio, TV, internet, and recordings and all this, but... It's music from the heart for the pleasure of Krishna. So, yeah, it's revolutionary. It's a great commitment to do this. So, please stick with it. It's creating a lot of interest. Wherever I'm going, people are saying that they want to send their kids. I don't know how many kids you're ready for, but... Just now in Mayapur, 35 new children, new boys joined in the Gurukul. Devotees around the world, they want this. But they can't always depend on someone else to, to make the Gurukul for them. So what you're doing is setting an example for other parents. Just do it. You can't wait for someone else to make a Gurukul. Do it yourself. You be the teachers. So let's see how this develops. Now it's just in the beginning phase. Two months you've been living here? Two months. So far, so good. Long way to go. All right, Hare Krishna. That's all I wanted to say just now. Hare Krishna. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. You see, even in devotional service, there's always someone's trying to make it more sense gratificatory, like make the make the kirtan into some kind of 
Bollywood recital and even these neck beads they're making so many different designs so it looks like some fashion item always always trying to just change it so it becomes appealing to the to the senses adjust the philosophy so there's there's no surrender and everything's just all fun with no surrender or just the practice so stick closely to Prabhupada's books. Don't get carried away, even by even by the uh, sense gratification in the name of Krishna consciousness. Hmm. Hare Krishna. So. Okay.